The Being Boss book is officially available for pre-order. And you can buy it wherever books are sold. Let us know that you bought it and we'll send you some goodies. Just go to beingboss.club slash book for more details. This mini-sode of Being Boss is brought to you by 2020, where creative entrepreneurs get inspiring photos. If you're looking for authentic images to illustrate all of the hard work you've been putting in lately, 2020 has millions of real-world photos proven to help you tell a more engaging story, whether that's on social media, your blog, or your website. And they're all available under a simple, royalty-free license. 2020 is partnering with Being Boss to support all the creative bosses and is offering you a seven days, five photo free trial. That's a seven day access to license five photos for free. To start your trial now, go to 2020.com slash being boss. That's the word 20, then 20.com slash being boss to get five free photos. Hey everyone. So in my episode with Jessica Mernan on One Part Podcast, we talked about the difference between values and intentions. And we also got into what to do whenever you're embarrassed about what you value. So here, let me just share an excerpt real quick. You know, because, okay, so let's explain. In your book, you have a list of, I mean, I think there's like over 200 maybe values. And it says to circle the ones that you most identify with, right? Is that? Right. That? Yes. And it's, you know, it's things like abundance, accountability, ambition, things like that. So obviously, I'm a freaking emo empath. And so I circled a lot of them that had to do with you know, helping people and gratitude. But then you had to go back and I can't believe I'm doing this with you. Then Uh (laughs) you're so excited. Then you had to go back and star the ones that were kind of like the top in your mind. Right. And the ones that I did were victory, winning, (laughs) money, yeah (laughs) luxury which is weird because i that's not those don't seem like values to me those are things that i guess this year i'm really looking to have more of in my life but when i think of myself i don't and i think other people that know me they don't think they they think of me as more of someone that, you know, is crying over a commercial and doing anything to help their friend over someone who puts money as one of their biggest values. But if you had OK, so money is a value. Well, I want to read something really quick here because I had interviewed my friend Tammy Falds for this book, and she's someone who really uses values a lot in her coaching business. And so I actually asked her, what do you do if you value something that embarrasses you? Because I think that this happens a lot, especially if you value something like recognition or fame or celebrity. And she said she really struggled with rest being a core value. She thought it sounded selfish, childish, indulgent, embarrassing, and it made her feel guilty. She says, but the more I thought about it, I realized it's really who I am. I come from a family of nappers, and I've always felt amazing after a half hour of power. 
And she, you know, she goes on to talk a little bit more about not really labeling values or emotions as good or bad, but really thinking about the meaning and the stories that we give to those things. So like whenever you said all of those things out loud, I was like, I don't see a problem. Yeah, I guess I just, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, is that when I look at my life, the things that are most important to me, like, for instance, I just got a nice influx of money when I when I launched my course. That didn't make me happier. Like what makes me happy is spending time with my family and friends, connecting with people on this podcast, starting Know Your Indo. Like money doesn't necessarily make me happy. So I was really surprised when that was one of the values that I picked as like my top five. But now that you're saying what you just said, maybe that does come from the fact that I did grow up a certain way and I want to sort of get out of that headspace of you are a poor person forever or you're that you know, dirty kid at school. You know what I mean? Like maybe money is something. And, but I just want to be clear. It's like, I don't actually want to get like a jet or a yacht or if I, if it really came down to getting some Rick Owens clothes, I don't even know if I'd actually buy them because I don't know if I'd want to spend that much money on it, but I do want money to just feel more safe and comfortable and treat. And actually I want money to help the world too, I guess. I know that sounds extreme, but I do. Yeah, so do I. And, you know, whenever we're talking about money, I think about, you know, Bill Gates, for example, I wonder what his story about money is. Like he probably doesn't even think about it. And what he's doing with his money is, you know, generosity and abundance. And, you know, he's probably has so little resistance or has such a positive story around money. And not just because he has a lot of it, but because there's like this abundance and ease that happens for him, just like how some people are in a really easy relationship, while for others, it might be a struggle, or some people really struggle with their work and promoting themselves, while others, it's no big deal. And I think it's just what comes easy to us and what doesn't and the stories that we attach to it. But I think that what you're saying is absolutely right. I think it's the story and the baggage that you bring to your value. And if that's not resonating, like I would say if if money is what you need to, like money might actually be more of an intention for you than a value. See, that's so, what, that's yeah. why I got confused, okay. but I, but, but I don't, but that's what I start on this freaking thing that you gave well, me. Well, I love that you started. <laughs> and I know even from our personal conversations, can I share this? Can I share our mantra? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So you've kind of become like my business bestie a little bit. (laughs) And we've had conversations about like, oh, like it seems so easy for some people for the money just flows. Like it's just kind of pouring on them. We're like, okay, what's our mantra coming out of this conversation? Follow the money. And I think if someone were to just tune into this podcast and hear us say the words, follow the money, they might be like, oh my god, You sound like assholes that have stylists and agents. (laughs) But- but let's explain what that means to us because it doesn't it's it's not follow it's not follow the money like ooh follow who's cool who has a lot of money explain what that yeah, means Yeah it means let's not waste our energy on things that are not producing energy 
which is money. Right. And if we can create things, like if the things that we're creating are not resonating, they're not going to be making us money. If we're creating things that are resonating, they will be making us money. So ultimately, I think for for me at least, and I think for you as well, it comes from this place of wanting to create a thing that has enough value that people are willing to exchange dollar bills for it. But I wanted to take a second post-interview to share a little bit more about my own core values that have bubbled to the top over the years of doing the very exercise, the values exercise that we share in our book, Being Boss, and practicing monthly intentions around the values that we want to cultivate and get better at here at Being Boss. And this is something that I've always shared with Emily every single month. It's also a part of our CEO day kit, and it really truly is just a foundation of how we are able to be boss in work and life. Okay, so here are my values. One, authenticity. Now, I know that this word has gotten a lot of buzz, but it really truly best sums up my mission of being who I am 100% of the time. Authenticity for me is about an inner compass that helps me decide the work I do, the clothes I wear, the place I live, the vacations I take, how I express my creativity, and ultimately what makes me feel most at home in my own body, mind, and soul. Now, there are a lot of other words that fall into like what authenticity means, and another word for me that comes up is unique or uniqueness but it just doesn't resonate at the same frequency as authenticity. So that's another thing about core values is that a lot of words can have the same meaning, but you really want to think about the word that resonates the most with you. All right, my next core value is decisiveness. So I feel like I was born knowing what I want, and I've always been really great at making decisions to get me closer to where I want to go. But ultimately, I believe that whenever it comes to being decisive, that there is no such thing as a bad decision. Well, I don't know. I might be taking that back. But with the right intentions, I believe that any decision you make, even if it leads you down a windy path or a place that you weren't expecting, it's still a step forward. So I think that making a decision is the first step to taking action. And the more you practice making decisions, the better you get at doing the work and living life on your own terms. All right, my next value is bravery. Now, I have to admit, I feel a little fraudy whenever I'm sharing this value because I don't always feel 100% brave. I suppose whenever I think of the word brave, I almost think of like a Navy SEAL. I mean, I have jumped out of a plane before, but I am not a Navy SEAL. Let's get real here. But I do stand for daily courage. And I think taking the steps and choosing your choices and doing what you want every single day is an act of bravery. All right. So Jessica, in my episode recording with her over at One Part Podcast, admitted to me that her value of money really embarrassed her. And I didn't share this on Jessica's podcast, but I'm going to share it here with you all today. Um, and if you listen to our conversation that we have over on Jessica's podcast, you'll see that the stories we attach to our values are what make them so personal. And it can also be what makes it embarrassing. So I challenged Jessica to change her money story so that she could feel a little more rooted in her own value of money. But what I didn't share is that I have an embarrassing value too, and mine is fame. 
Now, I've always loved recognition and celebrity, and maybe it's because I was watching too much MTV whenever I was a little kid. I mean, I've even heard recently that whenever kindergartners are asked what they want to be whenever they grow up, they say famous, and they don't even care what for. And I don't stand for that, but I can kind of relate. Maybe it's the youngest sibling in me that desires attention, and without that desire, I probably wouldn't even have this podcast, so it's fine. But just like I challenged Jessica to get underneath her value of money, I've decided to get underneath my value of fame. I really want to pick it apart and figure out where that comes from. So whenever I think of fame, I also think of celebrity. And when I think of celebrity, I think of people who are showing up, being seen, and putting themselves out there. I think of Madonna, I think of Lady Gaga, who are both pros at redefining who they are with the seasons, and yet still maintaining consistency and a sense of self through those outward visible identity shifts. I also think of Beyonce, of course, who is such a solid mom and performer who can sing and dance and stand for the social justice that she believes in. So I actually admitted to Jessica after our interview that my embarrassing value was fame, and she shared that she desired recognition in her industry, but far from a desire from fame. And I thought, hmm, maybe that's what I'm trying to get at. But whenever I explored it on my own, I don't think that's the case, because whenever I think of Lady Gaga and Madonna and Beyonce, I'm not thinking of their recognition of pure talent or, you know, them being just award-winning performers. What I'm really seeing here is a strong identity and unapologetic sense of self, even whenever all the lights, camera, and attention, for better or worse, are on these women. And I think that's what I really want. That's what I really value. The ability to evolve without embarrassment. The ability to own who I am even as I change. So with that, I'm seeing my core values of authenticity, decisiveness, and bravery show up. But after talking this all out, thank you for listening, I've also decided to add the value of change. So there we have it. My values are authenticity, decisiveness, bravery, and now change. And these are the things that I will take a stand for. They'll help me find my own true north. And I know I can rely on these core tenets to lead me in the right direction every single time. Now, I wanted to share something fun with you guys. We have created an entire values page for you over at Being Boss. So if you go to beingboss.club slash values, you will find hundreds of graphics that you can share on Instagram. You can pick one out of the hundreds of images that are there. And be sure to tag us at Being Boss Club so we can see what your value is and really see what you stand for. And then, of course, listen to the episode that I recorded with Jessica Mernan over at One Part Podcast over at her podcast. All right. Excuse me while I pause this here and let you in on the exciting news. The Being Boss book is about to hit the shelves of a bookstore near you. Kathleen and I have taken years of conversations between ourselves and those we've had with experts and industry leaders here on the Being Boss podcast and have distilled them down into what we've found makes you boss into a book that you can read, hold in your hands and share with a friend. 
And we'd be lying if we didn't admit that we have a big dream with this book. We want it to be a bestseller. We want every creative in the world to cultivate the confidence it takes to take control of their work and make money doing what they love so they can live life on their own terms. That's what our book is here to do, and we need your help to make it happen. If you want to dive into the core of what it means to be boss and support us while you do it, it's time for you to pre-order the book. And once you do that, let us know you bought it and we'll send you some goodies. Just go to beingboss.club slash book for links to purchase and for more information on how to claim your swag. That's beingboss.club slash book. Now let's get back at it. This minisode was brought to you by 2020. Check them out at 2020.com slash beingboss. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 20 as in the number dot com slash beingboss. Did you like this minisode? Be sure to check us out on our website at beingboss.club. There you can find more from Being Boss, including our full episodes, minisodes, and blog posts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list so that you can get access to behind the scenes and exclusive content from Kathleen and myself to help you be more boss in your work and life. Do the work, be boss.